You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. Make me a better father is the title of this devotion. This is quite personal to me because I have the privilege to be a father together with Virginia, who's the mother of Joshua, our firstborn son, of Zachary, our secondborn son, of Gabriella, who's in heaven with the Lord, and Mariah, and they're all married. And we now have 10 precious grandchildren. And to be a father is an incredible responsibility. And while I am thankful for my natural father who's been with the Lord since 1997, Johann Masbach, I love him and miss him. And he imparted many phenomenal graces, most of all to preach Christ and also to be forgiving and forbearing and merciful and many other graces. However, my father was not somebody who just would just take time to chit chat and talk with you and kind of give you that feeling, uh, you know, just talk and open up. He, he was raised in a different age during the Second World War with 10 sisters and there were 14 of them. He was number 13 and, and he left home quite young and went as a cook on the ships. And so he never really kind of developed much of ability to just chit chat and talk. Plus my father would work nonstop for the Lord and he was mostly gone in my upbringing. And while these, these things I just described have not left anything negative in me, it has maybe not provided him the opportunity to develop certain qualities in me. And so what I'm trying to say with this is this, we all have to look to our Heavenly Father to learn qualities that maybe our natural Father don't know or don't have the opportunity to share with us, while we need to at the same time appreciate what we have received from them. And it's such an important thing to God that it's one of his Ten Commandments to honor the fa your father and your mother. And the only commandment out of the ten that he gives comes with a blessing that if you do, he will satisfy you with a long life and bless you. That is the only commandment out of the Ten Commandment that has a blessing attached to it. If you honor your father and mother, then God will bless you for it. So it's important to God how we think of our parents. At the same time, there are things that God would have us learn that we haven't learned in our upbringing, that we learn from Him. You could see that in the life of our Lord Jesus Christ. I'm sure that Joseph, the husband of Mary, who was like a father for Jesus, however, not his natural father because Jesus was born of the Holy Spirit, but he was like a father. And I'm sure there are many qualities that Joseph passed on to him, but 
we can see in how Jesus thought and talked that much of his mindset about what it meant to be a father came from his relationship with the heavenly father. So Jesus would, for example, say, my father in heaven, I spend time with him daily praying. And this is how I pray, my father who art in heaven, hallow your name, let your presence be glorified in me is what that means. Let your kingdom as it is manifest in heaven, your rule, your reign be in me, Father. I want you to reign in me with your heart and mind. Let your will as it is being done in heaven also be in me. I want to do your will, my Father. And you could see the submission of Jesus to the heavenly Father to learn his ways, to know his will, to know his rule and reign in his life. And he always said, if you see me, you see, my father, John 14, verse 7, don't, do you not realize that I am in my father and my father is in me, that we are one, John 17, 22. So Jesus had a mindset about fatherhood that I think we desperately need today. And all of us need to learn it. And it's not isolated to you being physically a man, no, the Lord showed this heart and mindset of the Father is something we all need, both male and female. We need the heavenly Father's heart in us, His mind, and I pray often, make me a better father to my own children and grandchildren. Let me have a fatherly love in my spirit of grace towards Virginia, my own wife, caring, upholding, sustaining, strengthening, supporting her, that she feels I'm with her, one with her, and whatever she carries or needs or shares in her life, be it lamenting or be it rejoicing, that I weep with her when she laments, that I rejoice with her when she rejoices. You see, that is the spirit of a father. And Paul, in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 15, says this, Though you might have 10,000 instructors, teachers in Christ, yet you do not have many fathers. For in Christ Jesus, I've begotten you through the gospel. Therefore, I urge you, imitate me. Imitate me. And then he talks about Timothy, which I want to talk to you about. You see, the Apostle Paul embraced that father heart of God. And he shows you what one of the great qualities of the Father heart is, is to impart, to enable, to empower, to uphold, to sustain, not to compare and to compete, not to control and manipulate, but to uphold, to sustain, to strengthen, to support, to make people feel, there's hope for me. I can make it. I feel loved, I feel believed in, I feel a future. You see, that is the grace of a father to impart these graces. And then you could see the fruit of it. And I want to show you this from Philippians chapter 2. The fruit that a fatherly heart bears. And look at it here or listen to this, Philippians chapter 2, starting at verse 19, and I'll read from the Amplified. 
I hope and trust in the Lord Jesus soon to send Timothy to you so that I may also be encouraged and cheered by learning news of you. For I have no one like him, no one of so kindred a spirit who will be so genuinely interested in your welfare, welfare and devoted to your interests. For the others all seek to advance their own interests, not those of Jesus Christ the Messiah. But Timothy's tested worth, you know, how as a son with his father, he has toiled with me zealously in serving and helping to advance the good news of the gospel. I hope therefore to send him promptly, just as soon as I know how my case is going, on, going to turn out here. Do you see the fruit of a fatherly nature, of a fatherly love, of a fatherly grace? Help me, Lord to be a better father. Help me, Heavenly Father, to have your heart, to have your love, to have your faith, to have your care, to have your compassion, your consideration, to have a heart of true affection for people. Paul says in Philippians 1 verse 8, I think it's a living Bible says it this way. He says, the love I feel for you comes straight from the heart of Jesus. The Apostle Paul had that fatherly love, not just for Timothy, but for everybody. But often he had to work together with others that didn't know the fatherly heart, even though they were receiving it every day because they didn't seek it themselves. They sought to advance their own successes, their own aspirations, their own ambitions, not those of Christ, which were the ambitions of Christ to share with us the love of the Father. He said, the Father so loved that he gave me to show you his love that I bear within myself. Jesus bore that spirit you see in Timothy. He bore that fatherly love I'm loved by my Father. My Father is always with me. My Father cares about me. My Father. You see, that's how Jesus always talked. You read the Gospel of John. It's all my Father, my Father, my Father. He had that fatherly heart. And that's what the, I believe God wants you and me to know today. Yesterday, I talked to you about inspiration for a new generation. And I really believe that that is the spirit of grace for a new generation, the love of our Heavenly Father, and that they feel that God's there for them. Jesus would talk in this manner. He would say, you know, I would love to show you what I'm experiencing with my Heavenly Father. But if I tell you about it, you can't connect with it. It's, it's too amazing. But I know when the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of my Father comes inside of you, then what I experience, you will experience. And when I say what I experience, everything I experience is from the Father. So when I say to you, you will experience what I experience, you will receive from the Father what I receive from the Father. You read it there in John 16, verse 14 and 15. And this is the real beautiful spirit of Christianity. 
This is what gives us all that fatherly heart. Jesus says here in John 15, oh my goodness, how I love these thoughts, how I long to perceive, recognize them within myself day and night to become a better father in my heart towards all men, especially also my own household. But Jesus said, I have loved you just as the Father has loved me, John 15 verse 9. I have loved you as the Father has loved me. Abide in my love. Continue in His love with me. Come on, this is a fatherly heart that people abide in love when they're with you. Love believes the best. Love always hopes. Love does not insist on its own right. Love never fails. It bears upon anything and everything without failure. Love endures all things. Love never fails. Love does not insist on its own rights. It's not unmannerly or rude. No. Read about it in 1 Corinthians 13. This unconquerable goodwill, this benevolence that's undefeatable that you're always there for the good of another. That is the fatherly heart that you see Timothy was carrying because that's what he was receiving from the Lord through Paul. And that is what we are needing to carry towards our own household and towards our community and people around us. And Jesus says here in John 15, verse 9, As the Father loves me, I love you. Come and abide in His love with me. If you will keep my commandments, in other words, if you do what I say, if you continue to obey my instructions, you will abide in my love and live on in it just as I obey my Father's commandments and live on in His love. And I've told you these things so that my joy and delight, the joy of experiencing my Father's love may be in you. Yes, I've told you these things that my joy, my delight be in you and that your joy and gladness may be in full measure, complete and overflowing. Now, this is my commandment that you love one another just as I've loved you. Jesus showed us that this is what perfects us to be better fathers. Come on, make me a better father. Oh, how I pray this in my spirit towards my dear wife, Virginia. I know I'm not her father, I'm her husband, but I want to have the Heavenly Father's love for her, that unconquerable goodwill, that undefeatable benevolence, that I'm always living for what is good for her, and that I have that unselfishness that doesn't seek myself, but seeks her best will and that I find the delight of sharing the Heavenly Father's love with her because whatever you want to give to others, you will receive from the Father, good measure, pressed down, shaken together. And I long for that perfected love for my children and grandchildren and for the whole church and community and any and everybody. So I want to encourage you today. Pray for it. Pray for it. Make me a better father. Give me your fatherly love, Father. And yes, We need that as fathers for our children and grandchildren, but we need it for all of us. Amen. Have a good day.